0: This is the Liberated As Buck podcast with Jenna Gordon. I am a wife and mama, a three-five spleenic projector, a spiritual witch, a doctor of chemistry, and a liberation mentor. I am a living contradiction and example of allness, so that you know it's possible too. It's time to obliterate the motherfucking shackles. hello and welcome back to the liberated as podcast Uh, i'm so excited to be back again here today um this is officially the third time that i have tried recording this episode so we shall see is third time the charm i feel like it must be um I'll give you a little bit of context what to what happened there, which is number one. Um, I even told you about it in the second recording of this. Is that I just tried to really force this episode coming out and like getting it done when what I really needed to do was be there for my baby who was sick. Um, funny enough, I mean not at all, but like universe, hello, I see you. Um, I'm sitting here with you right now, um, waiting for some tea to boil and my littlest Alessi is so sick. She is puking, has been all morning. Um, and it just hurts. It hurts my heart. My, obviously my husband Cody is with her. So she's in good hands for me to record this episode and for me to do a couple of things that I need to do today, um, and get to do today. Like This episode, like I said, is something that just, oh, this topic today that we're talking about is something that's truly changed my life. It has played such a vital role in the transformation of my life, in my gaining of confidence, connection to my body, stepping into my power, and just my overall liberation journey. And hold that thought. I'm going to grab my um, water off the stove and pour myself some tea. And we are back. I love technology. It is so nifty. (laughs) Okay, so this topic has changed my entire life. And you're like, okay, just get to the point, Jenna. Here it is. What we are talking about today is the sacred power of movement and specifically intuitive movement. And we're going to dive into like what that is and the practice down, down the line in this episode. But first, like I do, I, we're just sitting together having a chat. Um, maybe you have a team, maybe you're on your way to work, but we're just two friends catching up. And I want you to know what's going on in my life and where I'm at in case it's helpful or serving to you in some way. And also just because that's what you do with friends, right? Like you get to know each other. Um, okay. So let me fill you in on kind of what I was, I was letting you know, in this episode, it's been almost a week. So I feel like things have changed already, but when I recorded this episode, it was the first week of the new year. Um, and it is such a shifted energy for me going into 2024 when typically the the changing of the year doesn't really mean a lot to me. Um, not that I don't take some time to reflect on the year before and really set intentions for the year ahead or kind of more like feelings that I want to move into, but this year has really marked a time for me that this changing of the year Um, has really marked a, a transformational period in my life and what I'm seeing for what I need moving forward. So I, what I was saying in that episode is just that for me, 2023 was such a year of really embodied confidence. This somewhat this this really embodied like powerful fight energy in a really neutral and regulated way for the most part. It was like this really healthy fight masculine energy that I really needed to integrate into my business specifically. And it was beautiful and just what I needed in so many different ways. And at the same time, I started to recognize by the end of the year that it had had maybe gone a little too far. Like I had maybe been pushing. I had started to feel this energy of like, actually what it was, was building pressure in my chest. There was just pressure building in my chest, feeling like I needed to do more. I needed to go further. There was always more to do and not enough of me to do it. And when I started to realize this is what was, was happening for me, I knew it was time for major shift. Like it's time to really pivot that because the work that I do literally what liberation is about is living the life that sets you on fucking fire as you're chasing your big fuck off dreams. Like You, like me, like so many people that I work with, there are points in our life where we're like, yes, we are so, we're doing it. We're doing the damn thing. We are are like taking these goals that we desire head on and we are making it happen. And then you recognize, oh wait, it's not feeling like I thought it would it's not feeling like I thought it would, or there's like a lot of room for shifting and adjustment in this to make it feel even better. So that's what 2024 is for me. It's the year of simplicity of ease of really allowing myself to lean into receiving more, playing more, having so much more fun and enjoying every moment while yes, still having my foot like on the fucking gas pedal. I am not slowing down in my business. I am not slowing down in the work that I, this mission, this liberated as fuck mission that I get to bring to the world in my own way. It is not slowing down, not even for a second. We are ramping things way the fuck up, but it's also the year where we get to slow down in that we get to slow down to speed up, to really feel, taste, touch, smell, the deliciousness, the ever-changing flavors of life. That's what it's all about because truly your success is only as sweet as you feel while making it happen. So, okay. I feel like there was definitely more to my update, but I am going to shift into like where we're at now. Like what's going on this week for me is as I mentioned my littlest um she's sick and she first got uh the croup she first got like this cold that turned into a croup and we took care of that pretty quickly we used the nebulizer on her and we got it under control and she still got this cough but then she woke up this morning at four o'clock just puking and it's just rough being three (laughs) It really is because their immune systems are just building and growing and it's tough. And it's also really, really challenging as a parent to watch your kiddo be sick and not be able to do anything about it. Of course, we're taking care of her and doing everything that we can for her, but there's not a lot we can do. It's just a process of letting it move through her body Um, yeah, so that, that's one update as well as really just doing so much refining behind the scenes, gaining so much clarity, definitely moving through some big emotional stuff when it comes to just conversations and relationships and shifting of how relationships look. Um, and the, 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 the triggers and wounds that come up for me around like sisterhood and relationships and things like that. I've also been navigating that behind the scenes, Um, but it's also been really, really, really beautiful um, because it's shown me that all of the work I've been doing and being willing to have really uncomfortable conversations, but with so much love and compassion and trying to come from a place of understanding and also being heard and witnessed has been so fucking powerful, so fucking powerful. Um, all right, so I think that's my catch-up. Now, let me take a sip of my tea, and we will dive into this episode. Mm, so good. Okay, so this episode today is all about, as I said, one of the most powerful practices, healing modalities, medicines that... I have really used, that I have really like practiced in my life. And that is movement and specifically intuitive movement. So first let's talk about what it is before we really get into the practice and like why we would do it. Um, so intuitive movement is really a method, a means of allowing your spirit, your soul, to speak through your body, your mind to speak through your body, every piece of you, every aspect of you to really connect and be expressed through the form of movement. So when I talk about every aspect of you, I really look at a human being as extremely multifaceted. We are, right? We are extremely multifaceted human beings. We have this intelligent, analytical, critical thinking mind. We have this physical in reality, able to sense and feel and touch body. We have our emotions, these these responses that come up and through our bodies that bring up so much energy in, in us, through us in so many ways. We have our spirit, our soul, this ever- evolving. And for me and my belief system, this, this part of us that continues to live on throughout lifetimes, we are all of these things and more. We are all of these things and more. So all of these aspects of us, when performing this practice, intuitive movement, get to come together and be expressed through the body, through physical movement and you may have heard of this before as something else like you may have heard of potentially ecstatic dance or other forms of like booty yoga or different uh forms of of movement really um some of those are more guided or led and some of them are less so and that's what intuitive movement is it's not guided or led by somebody else It is actually just your truest, most authentic expression of what needs to come through, through your body and through movement. It doesn't have to look any certain way. And I'll go into a little bit more about that, but it truly does not have to look any certain way. It's really just about allowing your body to express about when you have thoughts of this is weird, or why am I doing this? Or should I look this way as I dance or move or whatever? That is your opportunity to just drop back down into what needs to be expressed right now, drop back down into the body. And that's a point that I really, really wanted to touch on. Because in a lot of these modalities, there isn't necessarily the explanation. I feel like there's this this gap in some of these modalities from really explaining how to go about entering into a practice of intuitive movement and allowing your body to move the way that it needs to. And one of those pieces is how do you actually do it? How do you actually allow your Body to speak, your mind, body, soul to come together and speak. And the 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 trick is, is what I was just alluding to, is getting out of the mind, is allowing yourself to stop thinking about what it should be, how it should look, what you should do, what it looks like, if other people can see you, if they're casting judgment on you, and really just moving. Authentically moving without any fear or or doubt or restraint or resistance. Uninhibited movement in exactly the way that you need to move. Your body would love to move, to express, to feel itself in this reality. And to be able to do that, it's necessary to drop out of the mind. So how do you actually do that? You do that in so many different ways. I mean, refer to the last episode, getting out of the head and into the body. Um, but specifically here, we're just going to talk about the most simple, like the most basic way to really tune into presence in your body. And that is attention and intention. And when you're focus your attention. All of your attention is in the present moment is in even a particular area of your body. If you, if it's challenging to really drop into your entire body, you can even choose one area and just really allow yourself to focus your attention on that space. And it's okay if, if the mind comes in or if you you feel yourself wandering because you can just bring yourself back into that full attention, into this moment, into the presence with your body. And then the other piece that goes along with that is the intention. The intention that you have for this movement is your intention to really just allow your body to move to speak in whatever way it wants to. Maybe you come in even with a, a more specific intention. Like, I'm feeling this tightness in my back. And I, you know, your intention is to really just allow that to express itself or to release. So you go in with that intention. And if you can marry these two pieces, if you can marry your attention in the present moment, in your body, right here, right now and your intention to move, release, express, you're doing it. You're literally doing it. And I, I really feel that this point is so important because when you hear intuitive movement or different forms of movement, often the immediate thought is forcing oneself into Big, giant, uncomfortable, weird movements. And that is not at all the intention or the point of this practice of intuitive movement. It is purely to express yourself in whatever way you need to. So if big movements don't feel comfortable, you don't need to do that. Not at all. So with that being said, I wanted to talk about something specifically with intuitive movement. That is another, the other piece I was referring to being really missing in the teaching, which is that it doesn't have to be giant, jerky, um, intense movements that you practice through intuitive, intuitive movement. It doesn't even have to be like dancing. It doesn't have to be rhythmic at all. It doesn't even have to be to music it absolutely can be, but it doesn't have to be. But there are, are also different scales of movement, sizes of movement, so to speak, that you can practice. And I really want to cover these real quick so you can bring this into your practice. So, the scale, the movement scale that I want to share with you is from is ranging from large movements to Stillness. And you might be like, okay, wait, stillness, how do we actually, is that really included in the movement scale or does it like stop right before there? And I want to tell you that as a human being, as a part, as a living organism, all of us, humans, life, plants, the earth, everything in this universe that is living has movement, even in stillness, even in stillness, there is movement. And for one, that's a really, really profound statement. There is so much to take from that statement. So I really just want, I wanted to give a pause to allow you to take from that, what you need to take from that. Even in stillness, there is movement and especially as a human being. And what does that mean in this context? That means that even when you are sitting completely still, even when you are lying completely still within you, you have your fluids moving, moving, you are digesting, you have your blood flow, you are breathing. There is movement. Even when you are completely still. And it is more than possible to practice intuitive movement by being in stillness when you have your attention focused on that stillness or that the movement that's happening in stillness. Maybe it's the focus on the blood flow. Maybe it's the focus on the breath, the heart, whatever it is, choose a focus and then marry that with the intention of Why are you coming into this space? What are you doing this for? Let's continue on that scale. There's also small movements. There's also like micro movements, not even small. There's micro movements. Micro movements are the slightest twitch of a finger. The little, like the, the slightest um, wiggling of toes. Maybe it's a little, a little bit of movement in the belly as you breathe. Maybe it's just these little tiny movements that you are comfortable with. And that's perfect too. You can practice intuitive movement right here with this as well. Same way, attention and intention. And then there's of course, small movements, which are, potentially um, running your fingers down your thighs or down your arms. Maybe it's rubbing your palms together or just slightly shifting side to side on your feet. And then there's larger movements. There's big expression and moving your body and taking up space. There are all of these different sizes and scales of movement. And I didn't, I wanted to really share this piece with you because I don't think we all know this. I don't think we all know this. It's like it's an all or nothing. We're either dancing and we look like fucking Beyonce or we don't dare look, make a fool of ourselves. When in reality, dancing, intuitive movement, connecting to your body through whatever way that wants to express is is this beautiful way of releasing pain and trauma that is stored in your body our tissues hold on to the, these like energies that we have of experiences that we've had throughout our lives and by moving them in different ways and in ways that they're telling us to do to move it allows us to unlodge those to release them to move them it also allows you to really deepen your connection to yourself. The more that you connect to your body and really allow yourself to drop your attention into your body, your intention into your body, the more you can hear it, the more that it's speaking loudly to you throughout the rest of your life. It allows you to really deepen into your femininity your femininity, and your sexuality. In our current society and culture, women have so much pain and sexual trauma, even in ways that haven't been directly through a perpetrator. There's so much sexual, the word's not coming out of my mouth, sexual trauma in our current society. And it has us, so many of us blocked in our sacral chakras, in our root chakras, in our solar plexus, and in, in our like self expression and who we are. And by allowing ourselves to move and connect and dance through this divine expression of our femininity, of our sensuality, of our sexuality, we can deepen and really get in touch with that connection even more. It allows us to create so much safety within ourselves. Because like I said, the more you do it, the more you can hear it. The more you're in tune with it. It strengthens our connections, our connection between our left and right hemispheres and our brain. When we move, when we allow ourselves to release what's stuck and stagnant. Uh, I truly am obsessed. I'm truly obsessed with this practice. It has been liberating for me, truly liberating over the past four to five years. I have really em- explored and embodied and integrated so much intuitive movement into my daily practice, into my overall like spiritual exploration, development, growth, And every, every time, literally every single time I dance, I move, I allow my body to express what needs to be expressed. It thanks me. It repays me. I am able to step more and more and more into my power to claim who the fuck I am and who the fuck I want to be and why I am the way I am. It is one of my absolute favorite practices. And I was just so honored. I'm so honored to bring this episode to you today. I hope this serves you. It impacts you. It helps you in some way. And now I encourage you to go do this yourself. Go put on your favorite song. Allow yourself to drop into the present moment, create a safe space, close the door, turn off the lights, do whatever you need to do. And just express yourself, allow your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, your emotions to express through your physical body, through movement and just see what happens, what comes up, what comes up, what comes up, what releases. And if you want to let me know, send me a DM on Instagram at JG alchemy. If you don't already know, um, I would love to hear, I would truly love to hear what comes up. So with that, if you love this episode, send it to a friend, please send it to your bestie to somebody, you know, has like so much waiting to be expressed through their body and, um, so much deepening that gets to happen there in a loving way. Of course, (laughs) um, with that, oh, and, send this to a friend, and also please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Okay, with that, let's obliterate these motherfucking shackles. I love you.